Hey, you, thanks for tuning in. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to Minaj and Jim. They have joined my Patreon. They are helping support the show so you can enjoy and learn from it. And as part of my private Discord community, we are all helping each other level up our lives. Do you want me to give you a shout out at the beginning of my show? Join my Patreon today. Patreon.com slash ComeOnManPod. The link is in the description. And here's the show. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review and actually write out on like iTunes why you like the show and share this with other dudes, okay? Like if you are are hearing guys at work, they're having marital problems, maybe they're having problems with their dating life, say, hey, I know a great podcast you should listen to. I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, but uh, you can always try, right? Uh, but more men, I think, need to hear the topics that we talk about on this show, right? I think you would agree with that. All right. Uh, Oh, before I go any further, please support this podcast by joining my Patreon. Link is in the description or go to patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. There's lots of tiers available. They're all affordable. Um, I've made even low investment tiers available for for guys that don't want to invest too much but they still want to support the show. So check it out. Link is in the description. All right. My guest this week is the returning Rob says. Uh, There's this term that I I was given to, uh, given, I guess. (laughs) I'm not sure how to explain this. Um, I think it was, it wasn't Rob that told me it. It was... um, Alex, uh, Alex Costello said that uh, he and Rob were one behind. And I was like, what, what do you mean one behind? And, and Alex said, oh, this would be a great topic for a show. And so uh, Rob's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Let's, let's talk about that. So I invited him back on. Now, this is one of those shows that uh, usually before a show, I will do homework on people. I will watch their videos. I will listen to their podcasts. I'll read their book and I'll write out questions like, and have, you know, at least bullet points where we can, we can work off of, right. For the whole hour, we just decided to fucking wing this one. And I'm not a fan of doing that typically because when you just wing things, I mean, you go off on all these tangents, but Rob and I do go off on tangents, but we bring it back around and we explain what being one behind is. It's actually kind of a funny story. I think you guys will enjoy this episode. I had rave reviews about Rob the last time he was on. Everyone loved Rob. Uh, Rob's a good dude. Uh, <laughs> he's probably he's probably watching this right now going, Paul, stop fluffing me. Uh, but I won't. I won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> All right, guys, I will bring you that conversation right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, you. I'm going to make this real quick. I know you hate ads. If you like this show, if you love this podcast, if you think more men should tune in, then you should consider joining my Patreon. You will be supporting the show, and I get to help more men level up their lives. There's now five tiers available starting as low as $5 a month. It's like buying me a beer and each tier gives you better bonuses. Visit patreon.com slash come on man pod to sign up. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. One last time. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. Help me help more men level up and be better with women. All right. Coming back to the podcast back by popular demand. I have my friend Rob says what's going on, Rob? 
oh, you know, just got off work and got home and opened the mail and got a little surprise. <laughs> a little I, was, I was really hoping this was going to show up on Saturday when I was doing the show with Ryan because I wanted to surprise him to be like, you know, he's sitting there drinking his coffee. I'm over here. <laughs> Pickies yeah. up. Yeah, that's right. You know, oh, hey, look at this cool bottle that somebody sent me. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. And he'd <laughs> have died. He would have just died. But of course, the mail didn't get it here in time, but it, it, it showed up. So, yeah. So for you guys that don't know, this is uh, Ryan Stone's merch. And you could probably get that at RyanStone.com, I'm guessing. Right. Oh yeah. That's yeah. That's cause I think that's where I found it. And there's a link there that they got these and he's got some mugs and I, I think that's about all he's got. His, his merch is very limited. He's uh, got the, he's got the dinosaur t-shirt. Yeah. He's got that too. I, yeah, but uh, you know, well, speaking of t-shirts, you know, Oh, look at that. Rob says.net. Hey, let me know. <laughs> I'm advertising. What do you know? No, you can't buy one kids because this is a one-off. So I'm not cool enough and whatever to be like, yeah, I'm going to make my own merch line. It's like, nah, I just made my own shirt and put it on a, you know, put the fucker on and said, okay, good enough. You, you know how easy it is though? I, I have a merch store. Nice. Nobody like people rarely buy stuff from it, but um, in the, in the description, I have a merch store. You can buy uh come on man podcast merch. Well, see, I didn't know that because I'll be yeah. honest with you, Paul. Yeah. Very seldom, like on YouTube, when I go and watch videos and whatnot, very seldom do I go in and like go through the whole list of comments, description, all that stuff. Right. Unless there's maybe some chapter stuff in there if I want to bounce around a little bit. But beyond that, I never go in and read that stuff. I either just watch the video or I don't. And I think so, I think that's how most people consume right. YouTube. Yeah. Right. Well, and so that's why, like, when Nick and I do let them burn, I'm always kind of pushing him to be like, you know, pimp your shit, dude. You know, say it. Don't just type it in the chat or whatever. Fucking say it. Yeah. Because then, oh, oh, wow, you have merch. I I didn't know you had merch. Yeah. You know, well, I now I, I'm gonna have I, to go over and see what the hell you got. So. I usually talk about the description. Uh, like we did last time, you know, and we'll do it at the end of the show. We're asked, you know, like, where can people find you online? I always put right. my, my guest stuff down in the description. Sure. And then usually in the, the intro and outro, I might talk about the description a little bit, but Pimp general conversation. Really I don't, I don't think, I don't think most people want to hear about it. <laughs> well, I don't know because there, I, I've played around with that a little bit and, you know, with other people to kind of see what happens. And, and mm -hmm. it is an experiment that it's like, yeah, granted, you don't want to be spammy where every 10 seconds, hey, buy my shit. Hey, buy my shit. Yeah, no, people yeah. don't want to hear that. But at the same time, if you make a mention of it, like early in the beginning, and then maybe once in the middle, and then once at the very end. Yeah. You know, True. Depends yeah. on who's catching it and where they're at. And if they're paying attention, or if they're, you know, petting their dog or whatever the fuck they're doing so. <laughs> you know who who uh people that they actually do go to the description a lot for duke cannon because i have i've been sponsored by duke cannon forever so i always oh. have like a link in the description for duke cannon products because i don't know if you have, you do you use duke cannon or you've heard of a duke cannon nope who, duke, who's duke cannon duke cannon is uh they make grooming products for men oh okay and and part of their proceeds go to help out veterans and oh, stuff. Nice. But their products are, are damn good. And they, they sell these like big blocks of soap and they're, they're, they got cool names, like smells like naval supremacy and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but smells like masculinity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> smells like masculinity. Well, a couple of years ago, they put out a cologne line, uh, like an actual Ooh. spray cologne line. And it's inexpensive. It's like 25 bucks for a bottle. I have yet to meet a chick that doesn't absolutely love that shit. Really? Yeah. So I, I bought up, I bought up uh, one for each day of the week. And, and so I, I use it all the time. And, and huh. I don't I, know if people now me I might that. have to go and take a look because <laughs> cologne's kind of one of my things. And I'm very particular about what I wear and huh. the stuff that I do wear. It's usually pretty high end as far as the money goes, but you know where the money went mm -hmm. and the women love it. 
And I usually have, if you have a, you know, a flavor for every day, so to speak. Yeah. I actually have a flavor for every woman I meet. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. That's what I do that. I'm like, okay, here's this new chick. Okay. I'm going to wear this one because yeah. I've had positive responses for all of mine that all the women like them. You know, there's been like one exception where she's like, yeah, I don't really like that. And I was like, how come? And she's like, well, it reminds me of my ex-husband. And it's like, oh shit. He Ooh, wears the wah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, sad trombone type of thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you know what? Thinking of that real quick. Where is it at here? Do you have a soundboard? <laughs> yes, I, do. I do. I have a Rodecaster Pro. And so oh, nice. Yeah, I have I have sound effects and all kinds of stuff that I can run. Um, but going back to what I was saying, yeah, that was the moment where I was like, yeah, don't wear that one around her because that gives her negative associations. Right. But I've had women that they were like, oh, that's nice. And then I've had women that are like, oh, my God, you know, I. Yeah. You know, and that's their scent then. So I always wear that around them. Yeah. And I, and I know from each woman I've met, I kind of, you know, have a little thing in my head it's not a spreadsheet but it is in here that okay this chick likes this this chick likes that this chick's likes the other and here's a little you know little hack a little you know let's use some buzzwords let's give you guys some value <laughs> here's a, here's a little hack for you guys if you're seeing a chick and i don't care if she's you know a plate a fuck buddy she's your girlfriend fiance wife whatever let her buy you a cologne Okay. Women are really attuned into smells even more than we are. Mm -hmm. right? I've got a pretty sensitive schnoz, but not all guys do. Okay. But whatever she buys you, fucking wear that for her. Okay. You may not really care for it because I got a couple that I'm like, eh, you know, I, whatever, you know, but she likes it and she likes it on me. So, mm -hmm. okay. I'll put that shit on for you. You know, I, my my ex-wife bought me one that's called, uh, I think it's Fahrenheit 451 or something like that, I think is the name of it. Named after the book? It's kind of like named after the book, but I, I, it's Fahrenheit something. Okay. I does, it, does it have human pheromones in it? No, it, it's not yeah. like Realm or some of the other masculinity type of stuff. No, it, it doesn't have human pheromones in it. Uh, do you remember Realm? Just real quick. The name, yeah, the name yeah, sounds familiar. There was, there was it was one, one called of the first perfume yeah. slash colognes that came out that claimed, you know, we have human pheromones in this, and this yeah. will attract the women, and this will attract the dudes, and you know, all that shit. Yeah, that was back in like the late nineties. I yeah, wanted. there was also one called Aramis back yes, then. Yes, 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 yes. Another one. Wow, man, what is old is new again because you know now we have the the, the pheromone soaps and all that shit. Yeah, and and there's been no real scientific proof to say that. Yeah, yeah, this shit actually works. Yeah. You know, if anything, I think it's placebo effect. You buy the the marketing and the packaging and go, oh, well, this will attract the whammon. So you yeah. put some on and think I'm fucking good. And you go out and you're like, you're being your best self type of thing. And I'm alpha and I'm the prize and I'm red pill aware and all that other shit that's in your head. And then, <laughs> you know, you score a chick and you're like, oh my God, the, 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 the masculinity soap with the pheromones and the masculinity cologne with the pheromones, it, it works. And the reality <laughs> is, dude, you could have been wearing uh, Kenneth Cole Black, or you could have been wearing Fahrenheit, or you could have been wearing fucking Polo. You remember yeah. Polo? Yeah. Or Elsha, yeah. fucking uh -huh. Elsha. Oh, God. Or Brute, even, you know, the cheap shit. What about Aspen? You ever have Aspen? Oh, yeah. Aspen or Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dracar Noir. Yeah. Oh, Dracar. You know what? It's funny. You said that with a little bit of contempt and I love it. But the thing Well, I had it in high school. That's so did I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had a woman, a couple of women buy that shit for me. Mm -hmm. I actually kind of like Dracar. Yeah, it smells good. Yeah. yeah, it does. And so that is actually one of the colognes in my rotation. And so based on the woman, based on her response, and it's usually more positive than not, I will wear Dracar. So that's funny that it's like, oh, we're, we're making fun of Brute and Elsha and all these other shit that you wore back yeah. in junior high. And yet that's one that is actually in my rotation because I've had multiple women comment on it that they're all yeah. sucking onto my neck because they love the smell of it on me. And then they're buying it for me when they're like, what do you want? You know, what, what can I get you for a gift, baby? 
And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know, give me a bottle of cologne. Give me what you like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And, and fuck, Drakkar showed up a couple of times, dude. Yeah. No, it was always good stuff. I always had good response from Ooh. it. Um, the, the Duke can stuff doesn't have pheromones in it, but um, that response where they bury their face in you that I get that from chicks. Uh, yeah, they every, start every huffing you like, you know, yeah. like a paint addict huffs paint. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so uh nurse chick, she'll say stuff like what, which one is that today? I'm like, it's Wednesday. I don't know. Like <laughs> they, they have names. That's the name you know. of it. It's Wednesday. <laughs> they, they have names. See, like uh, there's an idea. Market your own cologne and just call each one, you know, come on, man. Podcast Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps it easy for the guys. And then when the chicks do start huffing it like paint, they're like, which one is this? This is Thursday. <laughs> but today's only Tuesday. I know. <laughs> I know. Special. I ran out of Thursday. That's right. Oh man, um, you know, you know, it's actually funny. It's, it's so weird. We're I invited you on to talk about something else, and we're talking about cologne. But uh, we'll talk about cologne for a little bit more before we get to what we were originally oh, talking about. Have you have you read the book uh, Atomic Attraction? I have Chris? not. Okay, I have not. Man, it, I I love that book. I've read it like ten times now. And the great thing about that book, it talks about all sorts of studies that have been done on attraction and, and whatever. And one of the things that they did was there was some study, some university did it. They had women looking at like videos or something of men, or it might've even just been pictures. Okay. And the, the women had to guess which guys were wearing cologne. Now they couldn't smell it. They right. just, just they, based on seeing an image basically. Right. And a hundred percent of the time, the women are like, I think that guy's wearing cologne because he looks confident and stuff like that. And they were right a hundred percent of the time. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So like just, just wearing cologne is shown to boost male confidence. I believe that because I have, I have a whole group of colognes that I wear again. Some of them were given to me by women and women have never really truly steered me wrong. Okay. As far as the sense, I mean, yeah, the Fahrenheit that my ex-wife gave me that one, I'm not a big fan of, but she liked it. So, and that's all that mattered. But mm. all of the other women that I've had over the years that the, the colognes they've, you know, here, here, I like this. And I know ultimately, yeah, she likes it for her. And yeah. so, yeah, I would wear it around her, but all of those different scents, I actually ended up enjoying that. It's like, oh, these are good. You know, mm-hmm. that otherwise, you know, for me, there's like eternity and uh, well, Kenneth Cole Black. That's those are mine that those are for me that whether the chicks like it or not, that it's like they do. But even if they didn't, unless they were just like, oh, God, no. But otherwise, I'd be like, no, you know, this is this is my cologne. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one that I like the smell of. But all the other ones, it's chick recommended basically you know and i'm like oh, fuck it i'll wear this and yeah. except i do have one it's i got it and it's french and i know i'm gonna murder the name but it's like club de nuit or club de nuit, de nuit it is it has <laughs> spelled it's uh-huh. got a citrus afternote and it was okay. a dude on twitter that recommended it but he and i have kind of dialogued on and off here and there and he's he's very unique because he's a photographer and he has a live-in girlfriend who actually goes out and pulls other chicks for him. Mm. So whether he's having menage a trois, which from what I understand, yeah, that's on the table. But even if not, she's going out and being his wing and getting him other women. So she knows, you know, they're not monogamous, but apparently yeah. she kind of is. But he's not. And just he's... I've seen enough to know this guy's not, you know, he's not one of these masculinity, you know, pickup artist accounts that talks the game, but actually has no idea. This guy knows what he's doing. Mm. And it was him that recommended this particular cologne. And that's where I was like, you know what? This guy knows what he's talking about in other areas. So, you know what? I'm going to take a chance. So I went out and bought a bottle of this stuff and the women fucking love it. Like I've never had a negative response to this particular cologne. So okay, and it's that's the Chateau Nuit or whatever it's called, the French one. Yeah, it's club. It's actually Club de Nuit or something. Club like de that. Nuit, something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm sure you can figure it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, it, and it's a little <laughs> on the pricier side. I mean, it's not you know super expensive. It's not like two hundred dollars for a half ounce or anything. It's not that exorbitant. 
but it is, it's probably, I'm trying to remember how big my bottle is. Cause it's not huge. It's not a great big bottle, but I know I paid somewhere around like 65, 70 bucks for this thing. And, but it was money well spent because even when I smelled it, I was like, Oh God, that's different. Cause it's got like this orange citrus afternote to it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Oh, this is different. And then I thought, well, let's test it in the field. Let's put it on and go out and see what happens. Right. Got You got to have science experiments here. Right. Yeah. You, you got to actually road test, field test what, what guys are telling you. So I put some on, went out with the girl. She couldn't get enough. And then it was funny because we were outdoors. This was, this was a little over a year ago, actually. We're outdoors doing our thing. And we're in a group of people, you know, and they're, and they're strangers. I don't know any of these people except this one chick that I'm with. Beyond that, I, fuck, I don't know any of these other assholes. But we're sitting there walking around doing our thing and the wind, obviously, is carrying this because a little goes a long way. This is a pretty potent one that you don't need to bathe in this stuff. Hmm. But I had it on. Of course, she had to, you know, paint huff it when we were in the car. But we get out, we're walking around, we're doing our thing. And I'm walking by people and all of a sudden I'm hearing women like, what is that smell? You know, and they're looking around trying to figure it out. And I'm listening because, you know, we're outdoors. It's like, well, there could be a skunk around. There could be whatever, you know, someone took a shit in their pants. I don't know. I don't even know what they're talking about, but they're like, there's this smell. Oh my God, it is good. And finally, I kind of walked by them. And they're like, oh, my God, there's that smell again. And I, and I had to stop. And they looked at me and I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's and me, ladies. And, and they walked <laughs> closer and they're like, oh, my God, it is you. And they're like, oh, my God, that is amazing. <laughs> you know? and the girl I'm with is kind of like. Yeah, know, getting just a little jealous. She, you could see her, the, you know, her, her hackles were going up just a touch, you know, because that's I'm good kinda, though. That's good. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. A little jealousy is always fine, but you could see her kind of, you know, puffing up a little bit like bitch, get away from my man, you know, but <laughs> she also knew that eh, he's, he's going to do whatever he's going to do. But when they finally figured out the source, they were just like, Oh my God, what is that? You know, that is amazing. And I even had dudes that are like, oh my God, that is, that smells good, dude. What is that? Yeah. So I'll have to check that out. Oh, dude, you so should. You know what? Um, After the show, I'll send you an actual link to it. So that way I know I'm pronouncing it right or whatever, because Club Denui, I think is the name of the, the actual cologne. It's not the manufacturer. Okay. All so right. Yeah. I'll yeah. Send you a link. And you know what? I would recommend it. I'd, I'd be okay. like, Paul, you want a secret weapon? Here you go. <laughs> I'm not going to put it in the description, guys, because nope. uh, I don't get paid for it. But That's right. Yeah, he's not being endorsed. So this will just yeah. be one of those. You guys are going to have to figure it out. Hit up Rob on Twitter, though. Maybe he'll post it there. No, I won't. I mean, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> so the, the reason why I had Rob on, though, was not to talk about Cologne. But I mean, this has been a fun conversation. But so I had Rob on a couple of weeks ago. And roaring reviews lots of people love that episode and uh alex costello who's a mutual acquaintance commented and he was like oh great episode you know just like just like rob i'm one behind and i was uh, like yeah which then you're like well, what are you guys talking about yeah what the fuck is one behind what what are you talking okay. about okay all so, right yeah i'm now we can get to the meat of the matter so <laughs> there's a story that goes with this because with me there's always a story so we have to go into the Wayback Machine, Mr. Peabody, back to about 1993, okay? Mm. I'm in college, but it's summer break. And so I'm working with a gym urethane crew, all right? I'm, I'm part of the, one of the big school districts at that point. I'm with one of the big ones here in Salt Lake it's just a summer job for me because I'm saving up to go to college, you know, to pay for the next year's tuition type of thing. But we're going around and we go to all these different gymnasiums, the high schools, the junior highs, some of the the little dance studio stuff that's all part of the school district. And we lay down this urethane, which is the shiny shit that keeps the hardwood floors from deteriorating and warping and all that. It's urethane. It's a sweaty, hot, smelly fucking job. Okay. You're usually wearing a respirator when you do it, because if you don't, you get high. 
real high, real fast off the fumes of the urethane. Well, I'm the, the second oldest guy at that point on this particular day in this crew. Because everybody else other than the supervisor, and we'll get to him in a second, everyone else is like high school kids. Okay. They're, this is so, in some cases, this is like their first fucking job. And of course, they're high school kids. They're idiots. All right. I'm the only college kid on the crew. And then there's the supervisor. We'll call him Richard. Richard at that time, again, going back to 93. So I was like 22. Richard then was probably about 35. Okay. So he's had a little more life experience. Now this guy, for the longest time, I couldn't read him. I couldn't peg him because he was so closed. He, he played everything close to the chest. He had a great poker face. And when he didn't, he always seemed very dour and very sour, just scowling all the time, pissed off at the world, had nothing good to say about anything, about any of us. You know, we try to do work. Hey, what do you think, Rich? I've seen better. You know, just just a hard ass. All right. Yeah. So we're all sitting there at lunch and we're in this gymnasium. We got all the windows open, these big fans blowing to kick the fucking urethane fumes out. And somehow we get on the topic, you know, my favorite topic, at least we get on the topic of pussy. Mm. And I'm telling the crew, you know, because I'm cool and I'm alpha and red pill aware, even back in 93, how cool I am because I turned down sex from some chick and for reasons, you know, she's crazy and this and that and all the all the bullet points and talking points that all the guys like to say, you know, she's not a keeper and all that shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool that I turned nines and tens only, bro. That's right. Nines and tens, brah. And, and, you know, that's probably what it was, too. It was probably because she wasn't a nine or a 10 because that's all I ever bang ever. All right. But I'm flexing for this bunch of dipshits about, you know, which makes me a bigger dipshit, really, when I look back in hindsight. (laughs) It really did. But I'm flexing. You look at how cool I am. I am getting so much pussy that I'm turning pussy down. And I'm telling these guys this, you know, I'm fucking cool. I'm an alpha male, you know. And out of nowhere, Richard, the supervisor, he's he's sitting over kind of off by himself, fucking eating his lunch, his bologna sandwich or whatever the hell he was eating. And, you know, and he's got this fucking sour puss mug, resting dick face going on. <laughs> and he stops and, and out of nowhere, he's as, as all the guys, all these young kids are like, oh, man, you know, yeah, God, you're cool. Because none of these guys have been late or maybe one of them has once the rest of them. They're all virgins and shit. Well, Richard turns around and he's like, you know, he's got his fucking sandwich in his hand, his scowl on his face. And he's like, you never turn down pussy. And I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, you never turn down pussy. And I was like, why do you say that? Because if you do, you're always one behind. And then he, you know. He goes back to eating his baloney sandwich. That's all he said. That's all he said. And at the time, you know, I'm so stupid. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I know what he means. Oh, yeah, whatever, Rich. You don't know shit. You know, you don't know nothing. You know, fuck that. It took me probably about another five, six years. And there was literally another chick did the same thing. You know, I only bang nines and tens, bro. Mm-hmm. We all do. Yeah, yeah we all, all do. That's all we fuck is nines and tens. Just ask us. We're alpha males. <laughs> <laughs> but then it just like his words just out of nowhere came up in my head that it's like, you never pass up pussy because if you do, you're always one behind. Uh-huh. And, and it hit me and I was just like, oh my God. And now, especially now at my age, I understand what he means. Okay. Okay. And for me, I started thinking back that it's like, how many have I passed up? And we're not talking the, the maybes like, oh, I, I think I could have had her. We're not talking the, I don't know, maybe, you know, you want to puff yourself up because you're an alpha male. You're, you're, you're red pill aware. You're the prize. That's right. You know, so I'm not talking about the maybes. I'm talking about the chicks who literally walked up to you and said, I'd fuck you. Mm -hmm. Or the chick who pulls you on top of her in the basement, you know, Mm -hmm. and starts taking your shirt off 
You know, I'm talking about the ones where it's like, dude, you, the chicks that tell you, I'm tired. I'm going to get ready for bed. And so she goes off into the bathroom and changes her clothes. You're still sitting around like a chump because you are. And she comes out wearing lingerie. And says, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to bed. And you buy it. You're like, oh, well, I guess I better leave then. Bye. Okay. And then yeah. it's years later when you're like, motherfucker. Oh my God. What a, I'm stupid. Because that was one of those that, because like the lingerie one. Okay. There was a chick here. Here's a fun one, Paul. <laughs> so there was a chick going that I still only call her one, but technically I fucked up twice with this woman. Okay. Twice. Mm. Okay. I just had the second realization here, like, like a week ago that it just popped into my head and I'm like, Oh my God, I fucked up twice with this woman. Not just once, twice. Does that mean you're uh, two behind? No, I'm four behind. You're we'll four behind. Well, yeah, but okay. I'm not five behind because one's still the same woman, but it just okay. shows how big of a dipshit I was. So <laughs> the very first time, uh, the chick literally propositioned me that she was like, you're cute. I'd fuck you. I was like 17 and stupid. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, <laughs> you know, and of course I didn't. And so that's one that I'm like, man, I should have fucked her. <laughs> okay. But here's the regrets I have in life, Paul. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, I don't regret the jobs. I didn't take the money. I didn't make. I regret the sex I never had. Okay. The sex that I could have had and I fucking blew it off. You know, that's what I regret. Mm -hmm. You know, guys could say, oh yeah, she could have been the one. It's like, no, 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 no. These chicks, I guarantee it. Not one of these four would have been the one. It's like, oh no, I wouldn't have married these chicks. I, and if I had, it would have been a disaster. And I know that mm -hmm. they, they, they were crazy enough or whatever was going on. I knew there was something off, which is part of why I probably passed up, but I still look at it and go, fuck. I'm, I'm four behind now. God damn it. You know, because yeah. that's the shit that I, you know, it doesn't keep me up at night, but it is that thing that kind of resurfaces every now and then. I, I never even thought about it until Alex brought it up. Right. And I was like, like every was guy like, usually yeah. has at least one that it's like, the, dude, you had that one that you could have had. There was no maybe, yeah. or, well, I think I could have because I'm the prize and the alpha male and red pill aware. No, yeah. you, you knew because she was like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me and I'd fuck you too. Uh -huh. Or she shows up in lingerie and you're too stupid to figure it out. Oh, so I, so I have a, actually it was like one of my first podcast episodes. It was a, 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 one of the solo episodes I did early, early on. And I talk about the two, tale of two train wrecks. <laughs> and one of them oh. was, one of them was this like blackout drunk chick. And wow. I, she was over at my house. She ended up spending the night because if I let her go home, she would have wrapped her car around a tree. Yeah. She'd have killed and, herself or killed yeah. somebody else. She was that bad. Right. And she got to the point in the night at, uh, at one point in the night, right before bed where she, she was basically throwing herself at me. And I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. You know, I don't want to stick my dick in crazy. She's like trashed right now. I don't want to get a me too thing. So, well, and that one, you know, yeah. that one, I, I kind of can see that, Hey, you know, a little bit of prudence, a little bit of caution there because the alcohol thing or the drugs, whichever, or both doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You are kind of treading on thin ice with that one, that yeah. one, because I've met some women that got blackout drunk and I, I personally don't throw them in the one behind category because oh, I've, okay. had, I've had one or two of those too. And I'm just like, yeah, you're, you're all hot to trot right now, but tomorrow morning when you sober up, you might have a whole different take on this and I don't yeah. need that. Yeah. No. I, and I, yeah. I wanted nothing to do with her. This was like a second date and the first date she got like stumbling drunk. And I was like, well, maybe this was a one-off. And then the second one, she got stumbling drunk. I was like, this is ah, clearly a problem yeah, with her. Yeah, we have so. a pattern, uh -huh. <laughs> we have a, which is why I like to go out and, you know, guys talk about going out on coffee dates. And I'm like, God, coffee dates is like an interview. That shit sucks. I want to go out and have a drink with a chick because yeah, me too. I will learn real fast what kind of a drunk she is. 
you know, yeah. and there's certain drunks that, yep, I can deal with that. She's good. She's got it. You know, she's got it handled, you know, or she's happy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I can deal with that. Or sometimes, yeah, they do get naked and that's okay too, but she's still aware. She's yeah. still kind of from a legal standpoint, she doesn't have the ability to consent, but nobody does. That's the <laughs> thing that, you know, the manosphere never talks about. They talk about, well, women can't consent when they're drunk. It's like, uh, actually, neither can you. Because yeah, I know in Utah, that's the law, mm -hmm. you know, that it applies to everybody. That it's like, if you're intoxicated, you cannot consent. And it's not just the whammon, you know, mm -hmm. it's guys too. It's like, you actually cannot consent. Okay. But that doesn't stop people from doing it, obviously. Sure. Well, that the, the drink test to me is, well, is she a blackout, fall down, puking in her hair type of shit where it's like, yeah, I don't want to babysit. I don't want to deal with that shit. Mm -hmm. Or is she, you know, oh, she's still pretty alert. Yeah, she shouldn't drive. But hey, you know what? She's she's not all of a sudden turning into Medusa and, and either weeping uncontrollably about some other dude or she's madder than hell and wants to murder somebody. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> she can handle her booze, but then her and I will be just fine. You know, yeah, yeah, she's not, she's not a quality woman, guys. She's low hanging fruit. You know, we got to throw these buzzwords around, Paul. Come on, help me out. <laughs> low hanging fruit. On, I, I prefer no slump buster. Yeah, slump buster. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's the point here. But yeah, I, I've had, like I said, I've had four because there was one chick when I was like 17 and she literally was like, you're cute. I'd fuck you. And I'm, you know, and granted, she was like 17 too. So we're kids, but I was naive. I was stupid. But now I look back and it's like, oh man, you should have fucked her. And then there's a couple others that same thing. And this, there's this one where it ended up being where I realized, man, I fucked up twice with the same woman because she was the next one. She was number two. Mm. And I met a few months after the first one that I blew by, you know, that I was too stupid to do anything. She was like, more or less said the same thing you know she was hanging all over me and oh my god I, I you're so attractive all that shit and and i was kind of indifferent to her because i i don't know i was just in a different headspace but then fast forward a couple years run into this girl okay oh hey you know see her at the grocery store or whatever haven't seen her in a couple of years i'm now in college and she's filled out like she's got all the curves in all the right places. And I'm just like, holy fuck, look at her. But I was also pretty blue pilled, pretty chump. Didn't mm. really have game. The, the sex I'd already had at that point literally was right guy at the right place at the right time. I just mm. learned how to shut my mouth. Okay. That, you know, I'm not going to talk about, you know, crypto and, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about philosophy. Let's talk about Marcus Aurelius and saving the West. Yeah. That's how you dry up a woman's vagina. So I learned <laughs> at least young enough to shut my mouth and mm. it's like, oh, the chicks into you shut up. Mm. Just you're there for the ride. You just, Hey, she's like, oh, do you got somewhere we can go? Mm-hmm. You know, or, oh, Hey, let's go over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's fate, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It was in the stars. <laughs> Your sign and my sign are hot. Yeah. Okay. That's you just shut up. You agree and amplify and you just go. You just go. She leads you away or you, you grab her hand and come with me. And she goes, okay. Yeah. You go. If she invites you for coffee, do you want to come up for coffee? Guys, that's sex. You go. Yeah, why, yes, I'd like a cup of coffee. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Or you tell her, you want to come in and pet my dog? Right. Yeah, Plausible okay. deniability. Right, that thing. And then she comes in and goes, well, where's your dog? I don't have a dog. <laughs> because I don't. I don't have a dog. Mm -hmm. I've I, bull rush brought that one up because he has a dog and yeah. you know he said to some chick a little while ago he's like you want to come up and pet my dog and she was like okay sure you know and next thing you know bull rush is getting laid okay but at least <laughs> he had a dog but I've I've actually used that in the past hey you want to come see my dog sure I show pictures of the dog I used to have ah, this is my dog you know oh well where is he oh he died yeah because he did he died my go-to, my go-to uh, was to invite chicks back to uh, for a, a game of of Jenga. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I like, can see that. All right, I'm, yeah, that's not a bad one. I say, I, I say, like, are you up for a challenge? And they're like, yeah. What? I'm like, I challenge you to a game of Jenga. And they're like, 
<laughs> they're like, okay, yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's go back to my place. We'll play it. And they're, it was done. It was a, it was a good yeah, close. Because yeah, and it is because they know, you mm -hmm. know, women aren't stupid. They know. They know if you're even talking to them, they know you want to fuck them. Yeah. Okay, that's that's all women, guys. I don't care if she's a two or a ten. They, that's they're all that way. They all know. Okay, they're like traffic cops. They've heard it all. Yeah. So just just roll with it, man. And then and they they want like I said the plausible deniability they yeah. want to be able to say well he invited me back for Jenga and you yeah. know, one thing or, led to yeah, another you know, and I don't know showing me a picture of his dog and <laughs> and the next thing you know we were talking about fate and karma and the stars and yeah that's what it is it's all plausible deniability because yeah. if she doesn't want to come over she will tell you no yeah because I've had that that I've been like hey so you want to come up and da 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 da, da, da. no oh okay well it's been nice i'll see you later you yeah. know i just don't call those that. ones back no big deal yeah exactly <laughs> but i've had that where it threw me for a tailspin because i was kind of like you know she didn't just say no but she i was like hey you know i'll i invite invited a woman over i was like i'll make you dinner okay and honestly i really had no expectations i i if nothing happens i'm okay not that mm -hmm. I'm not going to try. I will. But same yeah. time, if it doesn't happen, it's fine. I'm not going to be butthurt about it. I'm not going to be angry and I'm not going to try and force shit. Right. So I don't have an expectation, but there is the it's the invitation that, well, let's see how things go. You know? Yeah. And so I invited her over. You know, I was like, hey, you could come over. I'll make you dinner. I'll make you my world famous mac and cheese. And her answer was, no, I don't feel comfortable. Oh, all right. And then I'm thinking, fuck, when's the last time I've heard that? Mm -hmm. And all I could literally think of was, honestly, Paul, I don't remember. It's like, I don't think I've actually ever heard that. Yeah. Every woman, if we were vibing that well, if I invited them somewhere, they all went along. Yeah. This was the first time that I can recall because I'm thinking, God, if this happened, the last time this happened, I might have been in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since then, it's like, no, you know, they might say, oh, I can't, you know, because I got to get up and the kids and whatever else. And it's like, oh, I get it. They want to, but they can't. Where yeah. this woman was just like, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Hey, no biggie, no harm, no foul. It's all good. You don't have to come over. We'll do something else another time then. Yeah. You no, know, but it was a first where I was just like, shit, man, I feel like I'm back in junior high now. This is weird. Yeah. But the, the chick that was number two, again, ran into her a couple of years later. <clears throat> she filled out. Curves are all in the right places where now I'm like, God damn. And she'd kind of already kind of been like, ah, well, you know, you kind of had your chance. But then there was one night I was hanging out with her like a chump orbiter because I had no game. And she fucking, you know, yeah, it's getting late. I'm going to get ready for bed. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm just kind of like chilling hanging out because her she had one of those futons that turns to a bed mm. okay, so she fucking turns it into this bed and then she goes and changes comes out in lingerie and stupid fucking me oh i guess you're ready for bed okay i'll i'll see you later and i fucking left <laughs> and, I, and i'm sitting there because what made me think about it is i had the belly dancer over a little while ago and um it wasn't it was more spontaneous because usually with her schedule in mind we kind of have to plan things and so a friday opened up that's normally not available and she i thought she had other plans and so i was like hey you know i'll see you on saturday or whatever and she's like oh, okay well she ended up her plans fell through on this particular friday and because I'm texting her, you know, hey, what are you up to? You know, oh, you know, well, my plans fell through. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry to hear that. And I'm like, she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just chilling out. You know, I'm doing some fucking laundry and that's about it. She's like, you don't have anything going on? And I'm like, not tonight. No, I, well, I thought you had your show. I was like, no, we're on hiatus right now because Jack's off in the wilderness playing MGTOW in Portugal, you know, because that's what he's doing. You know. <laughs> I was wondering what he was doing. Hi, Jack. <laughs> he's tra traveling all over Europe. Yeah, you know, moving wheelbarrows around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he he's out, you know, being a man doing labor, 
you know, doing what all the guys at the masculinity accounts, you know, all oh, the labor, you know, hard labor is such a dignified thing. And Ryan's like, fuck you. You know, if you've done hard labor, and I'm like, fuck you. Cause I've done hard labor. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. You know, now Jack's learning about hard labor and he's going like, yeah, fuck this, you know, but he's yeah. out doing the MGTOW thing right now. He's, he's, you know, a man out going his own way with other men. And he's like, you know, cause I have to tease him about it when I talk to him. I'm like, so how's, how's it been? You know, how's it out there in the, out in the bush and you're being MGTOW. And he's just like, you know, fuck off Rob. Yeah. <laughs> think of it, you know, think of Jack. So yeah, Jack, I, I'm, I'm throwing shade at you. Even on come on man podcast, I'm throwing some shade at Speaking you. Speaking of Jack, I just finished the menu uh, oh. and listening to it on audio. So I was listening to Jack read it to me. Mm. Yeah. Actually he's pretty actually, good book. Real short yeah. book, real short. Well, and he's actually a pretty good narrator. You know, yeah. when I first heard him, I was like, well, it's not an American accent, but I couldn't place it. And I actually thought he was like Irish or something. And it's like, no, he's Dutch. Wow. All right. Or yeah. Scandinavian. You know, but I was just like, Jesus. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, <laughs> stupid fucking me, you know, walks out on a chick wearing lingerie as she climbs into her bed. Mm-hmm. And it was the belly dancer because again, you know, we get to talking and she, she thought I had plans and I didn't. And I thought she had plans and those fell through. And so I was like, well, Hey, do you want to come over? And she (laughs) was like, well, hell yeah. And so she like, you know, rushed everything so that she could spend as much time with me as she could because she Uh had shit to do Saturday. So it's not like she could spend, you know, the whole fucking weekend, but she gets down here and uh and this is another thing guys if they shave their legs and they're wearing like matching underwear like their bra and their panties match she planned on having sex okay Mm -hmm. that's a given but she shows up and she still looked amazing because she always does but she was the one who said it because she's like you know i'm sorry you know that i'm wearing these unattractive underwear because she was kind of wearing they weren't full-on granny panties but they were pretty close i didn't (laughs) care I didn't really even notice because she got out of those things pretty. They look just fine on the floor, you know? Yeah, exactly. But when she was putting them back on is when she said it, she's like, yeah, you know, I normally wear, you know, like lacy frilly things for you because I know you like that. But this one, you know, I, I actually wasn't planning on coming over. And when you said come over, I just kind of panicked and got excited and just kind of forgot to put on the lacy underwear. And that's, you know, and these were comfy. And that's when it hit me where I was like, chicks don't wear lacy, frilly, scratchy, itchy shit, except for a guy. Yeah. Except for when she wants sex. If they're going to genuinely be like, yeah, I'm going to bed. The best you might get is that she sleeps nude or she's wearing like that oversized T-shirt that her dad gave her when she was 12 and it's all torn up and it's got stains on it and shit. But she can't give it up because it's her whoopee. It's her blanket. Yeah, (laughs) But otherwise she's wearing like pajamas or just the most unattractive thing you can imagine, but it's comfortable as fuck for her. Mm -hmm. And so if she's not planning on sex, that's the shit she wears to bed. She doesn't wear lingerie to bed. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck. I (laughs) with this woman. Oh my God. What the hell was I thinking? And then there's, you know, a couple other women where same kind of thing that one was a little bit psycho. You know, where I was like, okay, this chick's a little loose cannon here. I don't know, man. And she was in my bed, three quarters naked. And she was the one that was like, you have a condom. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I can't do this right now. And missed out on another opportunity. Even if she was crazy, I'm thinking, you know, you could have handled that. You're not marrying this chick. Yeah. You know, she's not so psychotic as to start boiling rabbits on your stove. You know, she's not going to key your car and knife your wheels and shit. She's just loose, just little, little off, little quirky. Yeah. But it was enough for me back then that I was stupid enough again that I'm like, oh, I guess we can't do this. You know, when really it's like, dude, all you had to do is pull your pants down and just go. And <laughs> I, I have a friend, uh, I'm not going to name his name because uh, he sometimes listens to the podcast, but uh, he's uh, he's kind of OCD and and he is like deathly afraid of, you know, any kind of STIs. 
And so he won't even he won't even let a chick go down on him unless he has condoms. And so he must be like at least 50 behind now because oh, there's God, times yeah. there, there's there's times where he's had opportunities, but he's like, I didn't have my flavored condoms. And I was like, dude, you're not gonna it's it's you're sticking in her mouth, bro. Like what are the chances that you the know? odds are are not to say you can't because right. there are a couple you could get herpes okay that you is could. a possibility but it's rare yeah you're probably more likely to win the fucking lottery than yeah. you are to get a, an sti or, or in my you know i'm gonna date myself because I, I heard sti from you here just a second and which reminded me of stds yeah that's what we like, used to call it back right. in the day well yeah. or i'm going further back vd Ah, yeah. <laughs> Venereal disease, you know. That's right. Let's, let's get, let's call them what they really were. It was VD. You got fucking VD. Okay. And most STIs, whatever you want to call them today, kids, the majority of them, yes, HIV is a thing. Herpes is a thing. Those, you know, those two don't go away ever, but at least with HIV now, you can manage it. Same with herpes. You can manage it. All <laughs> the other ones, there's a fix for that. Yeah. And the likelihood that you're going to get one, not saying you can't, and it sucks if you do, but you can, there's a, there's a fix for that. It's like, ah, go figure out which, which strain you got and take a pill for a couple of weeks or hell it's, there's some, now you can take a pill for like three days and it's done. Yeah. You know, you're, you're cleaned up. You're good to yeah, go. You're, you get, you get some gonorrhea or something like that. That's yeah, a, you take an antibiotic, antibiotic. Yeah. You're good. Fucking yeah. chlamydia, which is like the common cold of VD, STD, STI. It's yeah. like, oh, you take some fucking amoxicillin for a few days and just abstain or wear a condom at that point. So you're not just passing it back and forth. Fuck, you're fine. You know, yeah. what you I've been, I've been very lucky. Uh, I'm, I'm 42 now going to going to be 43 this year. I've been very lucky knock on wood, but, but yeah, I, I'm also not deathly afraid of that kind of stuff. Well, you're not afraid. Like I was back in the, the late eighties and the nineties, you know, when AIDS was the, the Oh my God. Yeah. That was like, that was, yeah, that was, sentence, was which I mean, you know, granted at that time it was a death sentence, you know, it's like, yeah, if you get this, there was nothing, there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not saying I ah, don't worry about it, kids, but when it comes to a lot of the other ones, I know it was amped up to 11. They, you know, the, the government, the, the school districts, they turned the dial all the way up as far as it could go and had all of us paranoid, you know, that, and, and I know that was part of my one behind club for me was I was paranoid, man. I'm not, never mind pregnancy. That was mm -hmm. like secondary, even though that was more likely to happen at that age. Than Pregnancy the, is a, a, a sexually transmitted disease, really, well, if you think hey, about well, it. Well, you know what? I, <laughs> I get it and I like it. Okay. You're not wrong. Yeah. But that's more likely to happen. Yeah. You know, you're more likely to knock some chick up than you are to get a disease. But back then, it was the opposite for me, at least, that it's, goddamn, you know, you fuck this girl without a condom, your dick's going to fall off. You know, that's, I can remember the first time when I did and, you know, I used a condom because she's probably a disease laden hoe, you know, that she's, she's got, you know, the herna syphilis, you know, all the shit all rolled up into one with teeth involved in there too, you know, not at my penis. And it's like, you know, I'm just saying, but the condom keeps you safe from all that nasty shit. Uh -huh. And then there came the time, of course, where I didn't have a condom and she's like, you know, we can still do this. And I'm like thinking, no, I can't because you'll give me a disease. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll die from HIV or something because you're a disease laden hoe, you know, and it turns out, you know, well, I did anyway, because hormones and I don't give a fuck showed up and realized, oh, so this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. And guess what, kids? My dick didn't fall off. I didn't get a disease and she didn't get pregnant. So Yay. That's <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what though, after, um, so, you know, before I got into the space, I, you know, I was dating this gal for four and a half years and luckily she, uh, she had her tubes tied. So like, we never worried about condoms or anything. You don't need to. And you know what? I, I maybe I've done it more like unconsciously or like through osmosis yeah. or something. I tend to select for women that either like had their tubes tied or they had an ablation. If you, you know, kids at home, if you don't know what the hell that is, go look it up. Uh, it's 
not the tubes tied, but if a woman has an ablation, it's usually for her period. She can't have kids after that. It's a one and done. There's no they basically light their uterus on fire. Pretty yeah. much with a laser. Yeah. Yeah. Now they burn the uterine wall and it's usually because of endometriosis and some other type of shit where they just have real bad periods. They cramp up super bad. They flow heavily for days on end. But it's a one and done that if they do it, it's like, you're not having any more kids. You know, it's, yeah. it's scorched earth, literally. Yeah. So that was, I was definitely afraid of, uh, I was like, oh shit, now I'm out, I'm, I'm out dating again. Like I better, I better have condoms on me because I don't want to get a chick pregnant and I need to figure out about, you know, look into getting a vasectomy. Right. And so when, when I got a vasectomy, I was still using condoms just cause you know, the whole STI thing, but fucking like I've had so many condoms break doing that. And I was just oh, like, yeah. thank God, thank God I had a vasectomy at least, yeah, you know, at least, at least, you know, you're not going to get her pregnant bare minimum. Yeah. You know, you're still taking your chances, but honestly, your chances aren't as high as propaganda wants you to think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've luckily, like I said, knock on wood, I've been, I've been lucky these uh, 40 plus years and uh, yeah, I'm not as worried about it. my friend, my friend though, that, OCD, he is just like, he's deathly afraid of it. And it's just like, I'm like, bro, you need to settle down a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not every chick is going to kill you with her pussy. It's okay. Or her mouth, you know, you, she's not a disease laden hoe. You're all right. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate when you see that side effect with, you know, like your friend or someone you care about and they drank all the Kool-Aid. And so they are 50 behind or yeah. whatever it is that, that it's like, dude, you know, you, how many opportunities did you miss because you're so paranoid that I get it. You know, I, you know, it's, it's a matter of personal choice, but for me, I'm just thinking, man, I would be way deeper into the club if I had his mentality. I know I would be. And it's like, yeah, no, I, I, I got to a point that was like a cavalier devil may care attitude. I'm like, I'm going in. I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> can't have kids that's that's what matters the most to me everything else i'll figure yeah. it out if i don't want i don't want to get too far behind here on right. on the pussy count i want to get the uh well you'll never make it up because you're always one behind so i'll always be at least four yeah you know that's that's just a reality yeah you don't dwell on it you don't beat yourself up over it but that is my regrets when i look back at all the shit i've done the things that worked the things that didn't with yeah. women, with jobs, with it, with life. I don't have any regrets for the relationships that failed or the jobs I got fired from or the jobs I didn't get or the money I didn't make. I don't care that none of that shit even shows up as a blip on my radar. It's the women that I knew. And it's like, <laughs> it's not even the ones that I think, well, I might've been able to, but I don't know. So I want to err on the side of caution and say, yeah, probably not. So I don't think even about them. It's the ones that I'm like, fuck, dude, she sat there in lingerie. Yeah. Or she was half naked and asked you, do you have a condom? <laughs> and I'm just That's like, like <laughs> yeah, I shoot, shoot right myself in the mouth yeah, moment. Fine. Yeah. Give me the shotgun, right? That's what I mean. That's the shit where I'm like, oh, you were such a dumbass. You were so scared or so clueless, so naive. You didn't see it at the time, which I give, you know, you know, I don't beat myself up. I don't, you know, it's like, I yeah, give me a little credit. I was naive and stupid. Yeah. But the older me looks back at it and goes, if I had any do overs, I'd want to go back and do those because yeah. I, I, then at least I'm not one behind. Yeah. You know, then at least I can say, yep. The, the chicks that I know that I could have had, I would have had them. And that's, that's where, you know, Richard's uh, remark about you never pass up pussy, you know, because you're always one behind. At the time, I didn't understand it. But as I've gotten older, I was like, he's not wrong. <laughs> you know, he's really yeah. not wrong. But that's, that's where the term the one behind club came from. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, when you said that it was a, like a former, he was like a manager of some kind. Yeah, right? He was my supervisor and he had me yeah. by about. 10 years or so. He, yeah. He was about, like I said, he was about like 35 or so when, when I was, cause like I said, I was like 22. So yeah, yeah now God, I'm, to be honest, I don't even know if the dude's alive. Cause he, he led a pretty hard life. And I know that, Yeah, but you know, now it's like, God, he's in his sixties at this point, but he was also, that was another thing I learned about Richard. He was a poon hound dude. This guy <laughs> would like fuck anything. 
Okay. It, you know, all the guys, I only bang nines and tens. He's like, good. Leave me all the twos. I'm cool. I, I knew, I knew some guys in the care. Navy like that. They yeah, would just, he did not care. He was the grenade jumper. You know, he's the guy that I'll take that one for the team and he'd do it smiling. Well, Richard would be scowling, but same idea. He'd still do it because he didn't want to be one behind. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I had a supervisor once that I will never forget this. Um, I was working at Safeway and I was bitching to one of my friends about uh, guys hitting on my girlfriend. Uh, and I had a, I had a real smoke show girlfriend in high school and all these guys were always hitting on her and stuff. And it, it used to piss me off. And this guy, the supervisor of mine, he overheard me and he goes, Hey man, why are you so mad about it? And I was like, Oh, I just don't want guys hitting on my girl. And he goes, well, date an ugly girl. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, if you have a problem with guys like hitting on your girl, like you should be proud of that. Like she's hot. Damn right. If she's, yeah. if she's with you. And so if guys are hitting on her, you should be like, yeah, well, she's with me, you know, and be proud of it. Yep. And he's like, but if you don't like that, date an ugly chick. And I was yep. like, fuck, never thought and never. I was never a jealous person after that. Yeah, you can't be. It's funny <laughs> you say that because um, my last real serious relationship, she was a smoke show. Okay. And she was younger, hotter, tighter. She's 20 years younger than me. Right. She's hot enough. She's one of those girls. She'll never have to do online dating. Okay. She'll never have to guys would approach her left and right in the street type of thing, because we would go out to different places. And one time we were out in Wendover and Wendover for the kids at home that don't know, it's a gambling town just on the border of Utah and Nevada. Okay. Mm. It's on the, it's on the West side of Utah. Basically it's about an hour and a half from where I live. We went to Wendover and we're hanging out in the casino and we're doing our thing. And there was a point, you know, we're walking around together and shit, you know, doing the, doing the thing. And I was like, oh, hey, I got to go use the restroom. I'll be right back. Okay. So I go walking off to go use the can. Well, I don't fuck around in the restroom. I, I can get in and out pretty fucking quick, like 30 seconds type of thing. So I go in, do my thing. I come out. And as I'm walking out, there's this guy, probably about her age, probably at that time, like 24, 25 and he's talking to her. And the minute he sees me, he fucking bolts. Okay. He's just gone. Just, and, and she's standing there and I walk up and I'm just grinning. I'm like, let me guess. He was hitting on you, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what did he say to you? And she goes, oh, Rob, the minute you went into the restroom, he was talking to me. So he'd been watching her. Uh, he'd been watching us. He'd been scoping us out. And when he saw his moment, he bird dogged. He jumped right into it. Mm -hmm. And so he had walked up to her and was like, you know, hey, you're cute. What's your name? You know, all that shit. But then, then this is when I was like, oh, this dude didn't stand a chance. Okay. For a couple of reasons. One, he's her age. She likes older men. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I already knew right there. Yeah. This dude never stood a chance. Okay, but just the fact that what, what he said to her, what she said to me is, is she he said to her, is that your father? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which I could have been. That's yeah. the thing. I could have been. I'm old enough that I could have been her dad. Yeah. And she, but she smiled at him and no, that's, that's not my dad. That's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then instead of him going, oh, and then just keep going, do your thing, do your lines, you know, do whatever it is to keep, keep at it, bro. You know, he was like, oh, well, I guess you wouldn't be really interested in a guy like me, huh? <laughs> and about that time before she could answer him, that's when I come strolling out and he saw me and he was gone. Yeah. You know, because he doesn't know me. He doesn't know what I'm going to do. I might be the violent, jealous type that it's like, I will kill you, motherfucker. Kind of like how you were pissed off that all these dudes were hitting on your chick. Right. Okay. Same idea. But uh, your, your manager or whatever, you're, you're the guy that told you, yeah, if that's a problem, date an ugly chick. He's not wrong. Yeah, he's you not. Either, you either have to sort your shit out and realize, dude, she's with me. Dude mm -hmm. hitting on her is just a confirmation of you have a smoke show, dude, and she's with you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this more for the guys at home, not to Paul. Right. But it is the idea that, dude, if you got a chick and guys are bird dogging her, that's the term going back to like the mystery method days, mm -hmm. okay, back to the early aughts. Okay. 
if, if, if guys are literally the minute you walk away to get a drink, take a piss, whatever it is that you walk away and guys are like right on her, dude, then you have a hot chick and you can either be pissed off and insecure about it. Like Paul was talking about, or you can be like, yeah, I have a hot chick and she's with me. Mm -hmm. Because if you let the jealousy get you one, you'll lose her. She'll fucking walk. Yeah. She will. She'll see it and then she'll start making out with uh, mystery in the club there. Yeah. Right. Or <laughs> she'll choose someone else because you're not her guy anymore because you're, you're not alpha red pill aware fucking prize. You're not that guy anymore. Yeah. Okay? She will fucking leave. She may not leave immediately, but she will leave. Okay. So you have to sort that shit out. That's your problem. Not hers. That's mm -hmm. your, your bullshit, your demons, whatever you want to call them, your insecurities, you have to sort that shit out. Okay. And don't make it about her. Cause it ain't about her. It's about you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or if you can't get past it, sometimes you can't, I get it. Then date uglier. Yep. That way then, Hey, well, no, no dude's going to hit on her and she's going to be gaga over you because she knows she isn't going to do any better. So there you go. Those are your choice. Those, those are solutions. Yeah. Rob. We made a whole hour out of this. Sweet. Yeah. I, I love it. You, were, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, I, I know you like to get, you know, as much time as you can. And I told you, it's like, oh, Paul, we got this, even though we're kind of winging it because you didn't know what, what's this one behind well, you. Well, yeah. For the guys at home, I, this is the first episode I've done where I didn't have some kind of talking points. And so when I reached out to Rob, I was like, well, do you have a video on that? Like, do you have a, like a blog about it? And he's like, no, man. No, man, uh, just trust me. We're going to wing this and you'll be just fine. And here we are an hour later. And guess what? Paul's just fine. Just fine. Rob, where can people find you online? I guess it's right there on your t-shirt. Robsays.net. That's where all the shit is. And no, you can't buy the t-shirt. Ah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to hook you up with a merch store, man. Yeah, well, you know, I could probably do that too. It's a, it's a plug and play thing, but I just, I don't care. It's like, <laughs> I'm just here for the laughs. The laughs in the, the don't eat paint. So. Don't eat paint. All right. Rob, thanks again, brother. We'll, we'll see you around. Thanks for having me on, Paul. I appreciate it. Rob, great discussion as usual. Thanks for coming back on. Welcome back anytime. Like, you know that though. Uh, <laughs> since talking to Rob, I actually joined the One Behind Club. There's a secret Discord server out there. Uh, you can find it if you follow Ryan Stone. Uh, because his admins for his YouTube channel run a pretty cool Discord channel, and uh, it's called the One Behind Club, uh, and it's a, it's a bunch of good dudes. I, I like that group. I like that group. So shout out, shout out to the One Behind douchebags. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Hey guys, real quick, you guys like the red light behind me? Um, the last few weeks, I recorded the intro and outro like all the same night. And for whatever reason, the lighting was just horrendous. And I, when I was done with it, I was just like, I was really disappointed with myself, you know, and I, and I did not know why, because I mean, my lighting's never been that great, but those particular episodes, I was like, man, dude, you really, you really screwed the pooch on that. So uh, not only do I have my ring light here, I added two more lights above my monitors and then I add the cool, you know, mood light in the back. So I hope you guys like it. You guys have probably already seen it on my TikTok videos because I've uh, upped my tip TikTok game lately. And I feel like I have to if I'm going to be asking you guys to be joining my Patreon, which uh, if you haven't yet, please do support the show. If you really like this show and you get a lot of value out, out of it, check out the Patreon. It's one click away. It's it's there's like the the base the base uh, tier is like totally nominal. You could totally afford it. It's like a cup of coffee a month. You know what I mean? Uh, helps support the show, helps bring this message to other dudes. You know what I mean? Do your part. Um, help us out because I'm trying to help you out. All right, guys, that's all I have for this week. I hope you, hope you enjoyed that conversation about being one behind. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.